Here is a sermon message from Somerville Community Baptist Church. To hear more sermons like this, please visit iloveSCBC.org. Alright, so we have been on this new journey, and we started from last week, you know, studying the book of Daniel. And our, the title of this whole series is what? Daniel, a new look at an ancient book. How many of you actually start reading the book of Daniel? Praise God. Praise God. Now, the book of Daniel is not about the book that was written from 1,000 years ago. We talk about that, right? The book of Daniel, even though it was written around 2,600 years ago, it has a lot to do with our life. Daniel's circumstance, the things that he had to face on, the things that he had to overcome, we found a lot of relevance in our lives. And not only that Daniel, because of his faith that he was able to overcome all this, that Daniel was given this great charge. That we learned last Sunday, this charge was given by Prophet Jeremiah before he was in this exile as a captive. Right? What was the message about the prophet? When you are in the culture, when you are in this community that is hostile to you, hostile to your faith, that is foreign to you, that has been trying to compromise you, or challenge you, tempt you, distract you, there's still a reason that we have to be in that community. What is that reason? It is to seek the shalom. Seek the shalom and prosperity of the city. We talk about that this shalom is not about lack of quarrel or the lack of fighting or lack of debating. The shalom is more than that. Jesus Christ came as a shalom. Amen? And when he was facing on his last moment of his life, especially taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, he talks about, as I have come, as I brought this shalom, I have given this shalom to you. There's a clear charge. I think this seeking shalom is restoring the Garden of Eden in this community. Seeking shalom is not about the materialistic way. It's not about prosperity. It is about extending the kingdom of God in this community. My question for you and I, can we, as a vessel and tool of God, be used graciously to extend this shalom in this community? Right? Think about that. When the other people outside of this church, you know, thinking of this SCBC, and whenever they think of it, because of the, the heart that we are bringing out to this community, because of the hands and feet that we are bringing out of this community, they will find a shalom. Amen? Um, that's what we learned last week. And today, I want to talk about the subject of courage. And I entitled today's message, Courageous Living in an upside-down world. I'm sure many of you agree that we're living in an upside-down world. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. Do you know 2.7 billion, that's about 40% of the world population, that lives on less than $2 a day? Do you know that? Even in this here, America, one of the most affluent countries, about 13% of people still live in 30 million people still been enslaved. You know what that means? In this world, people are being bought, people are being sold. 
30 million. That is also a conservative estimate. That's the world that we're living in. We're living in a world there is not much of just. There is this racial tension. There is this political divide. We live in a world that a lot of people are not well cared for. The stress level, anxiety level, as well as suicide rate are at an all-time high right now. We live in a world that I'm sure all of us can agree is upside down. We also live in a world that has been heavily dominated by fear. I get angry on that. We work not because we like it, right? We work because of the fear. Fear of protecting my family, fear of protecting my property. We're living the world that is dominated by fear. Fear of indifference, fear of discrimination, fear of disapproval, fear we talk about it, fear of financial downturn and in all this. We are living in a world that is upside down and also filled with this fear. My question for you and I, my friends, how can we live this life? How can we walk the way that Jesus Christ commanded us? How can we seek peace, shalom in this community? as we are living in this upside-down world, as we are living in the world that is full of fear. Even though when you buy a, when you buy a car, you are asked to buy the extended warranty, right? Perhaps you don't know what's going to happen. It's all about fear. I believe the key factor of living in this life that is upside-down, that is also full of fear, I believe that is courage. Do you have a courage in your life? Do you have a courage that you walk with our Lord Jesus Christ? Do you have a courage that you speak out for the glory of God? Do you have a courage that you fix your eyes and go into this one direction while this world is talking about exactly opposite direction? Do you have a courage? And I believe today's message, Daniel is a great example of a living his life with his boldness and courage in his life. You know, today's passage, Daniel is presented with a dilemma. The dilemma is this. You know, he's in exile right now. He lives in Babylon. He lives under as a rising new leader who are enslaved and also captivated by the king Nebuchadnezzar, who wants to Babylonize them. He's a smart guy. He had uh, every single way to Babylonize it. Pretty much brainwashed. Great strategy of assimilation. He wants his people to wear the clothes of the Babylon. He wants them to learn their language that is Chaldean. He wants them to also live their life. Exactly the same culture as those Babylonians. Now, in this context, today's chapter, he also wants them to eat the food and also drink. Why he was facing on this dilemma? Think about that. Daniel knows this food were not prepared properly, were not kosher according to the Jewish law. And not only that, this food that has been presented to sacrifice, to glorify their gods, all these pagan gods, 
What they do, they prepare just a lot of animals and food and also burn and sacrifice all this leftover. This royal kingdoms and families and also people who are, who will be working for their kingdom. That was given. So he knows it's not only prepared properly, but it is also used. It was used to glorify other gods. But when he decides not to take his suit, what's going to happen? He's just slave, right? He is going to be died, perhaps been thrown into the dens of lions, perhaps thrown into this fiery furnace. This is profound. The statement, despite his dilemma, despite the word that he is living, this is what he said. We can know that we can read it all together. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Result in King James Version, so made up your mind, like determined, decided. Daniel decided, despite it will be risking my life. If I say this, I know my life is going to be at stake. But despite that, I will still say it. I will still say it. I am not going to compromise my faith. How he was able to have this strong courage. It's amazing courage. And I believe this is why Daniel been putting his eyes and fix his eyes on God. He never let a lot this culture identify who he is. Daniel only let God identify and define who Daniel is. Think about that. If you think about this, all the cultures let you uh, let this culture define who you are and then let culture of Daniel define who he is perhaps he could be compromised what's a big deal it's just food right it's just meat it's just probably drink the wine well Jesus Christ drank wine and that was actually a lot later on but it was part of their culture that they can say that it's okay I have to be surviving because this is the time I need to be just plain low and then later on I'll go back to my country to conquer this nation he did not excuse himself. But instead, he put this bold faith. I'll never let this culture and the norms of outside this society define who I am. And he fixed the eyes on him. A lot of church, holy churches, a lot of people actually die for their faith. Do you know that? This country, we don't believe. We're not dying anymore. When we defy, I mean, when we just say that um, Lord is our Savior, we see Jesus Christ. But in history, and hundreds of thousands of people, they sacrificed their life for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. It took a lot of courage for them to believe. And one of the great uh, murder, um, the saint and also priest who died was uh, Richard Cameroon, Scottish preacher. He fought and preached hard for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. And one day, the guy knocked on this Cameron's um, father's door. So he opened the door. And this guy was actually handing onto this small box to his father. And when he opened the box, he found out there is a head and two hands of the child Cameron. You know what his father said? As Father started using this job, chapter 1, verse 21. We can read it all together. 
The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Can any of you parents make that statement? I mean, think about that. How in the world the father of his heart was able to make this kind of bold and courageous statement? I can't imagine. I'll never. For God's sake, did anything happen when my daughter Grace, as she was, she is um, in the ministry, I think I'll be able to make that statement. And I believe one of the main reasons that he was able to make that statement because he never let this culture define who he is, but he only let God define who he is. Think about that. You know, the, being courageous, it's not taking an every, it's not taking just one in a bulletin. No, being courageous life has to be taken every single decision of your life. Think about that. Am I being faithful within this marriage? You know, my wife and my husband are just, just driving, driving me nuts and crazy. Am I being faithful on this? Or am I being unfaithful and just move on? Am I being faithful to God, not taking the shortcuts when I do the business? Am I being faithful and also being forgiving to my friends or my neighbor, my colleague, my boss, who's been always yelling at me, who's been always doing nothing but worse, treating me as an enemy? What am I supposed to do? Every single moment of your life, it takes courage to walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not about just once in a blue moon or once in a while that you have to have this courage. Now, what do you need for this courage? And I believe that you need the courage that is required. Faith in our God. Can we say that? Courageous living requires faith in God. So true. If you live your life, if you want to live your life that is actually embedded by this full of courage, and I believe that requires faith. Faith in God. Believing in Him and trusting Him. Fix your eyes on God. And giving our authority and our life actually over to Him. Lord, whatever that you did, because you have given me, now you've taken away. Bless me, the Lord. Think about that. Think about the Daniel circumstances. Now, when he said this, I'm not going to defile, you know, my God with this food. Would you just give me the permission to not to defile? Does that make sense to you? Not to me. Think about that. He's in captivity. He's in slaves. He doesn't have any right to say that. You know what that means? That means equal to just kill me. Right? That's the truth. Despite that, he said that. He said that. Why? Because he had a faith. But does that mean he was not afraid of that? No. A lot of people actually misunderstanding about this courage. Many people think that being courage is not having fear or not being afraid. That's not true. You know that? Think about that. If you are in the shoes of Daniel, I'm sure that Daniel was courageous by making this statement. But after that, probably there's a tremble. There was genuine fear. In him, right? Despite that, he was able to make this courageous statement. Courage is not an absence of fear, but courage is a mastery of fear. Courage is not an absence of fear, but the courage is endurance of fear. 
Nelson Mandela who said this very, very profound and a beautiful quote. I'd like to actually read all together this again. And I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the time over it. I fell for myself more times than I can remember, but I hated the blind, the mask of boldness. The brave man is not who do not be afraid, but he who conquers Amen. You see, that's someone like even Mandela. And Nelson Mandela, he was even having the fear. I want you to understand this, that the courageous life, being courageous is not an absence of fear. It is enduring of your fear. Being courageous is not a lack of afraid or fear, but it is eventually mastery. I can summarize to this. Courage is not an absence of fear, but what? The mastery of it. Courage, even the willingness to act in spite of fear. The great example that I can think of is um, firefighters. Right? Any of you who are firefighters or relatives and firefighters? Now, when they are walking into and running into this, this fiery and this rushing fire, this, this crazy and deadly fire, do you think that, that those firefighters not being afraid of it, not in fear. Oh, I'm crazy, you know, because I'm trained for it. Doesn't matter how well you train for it. Doesn't matter how many times of experience that you are getting into. Every single time, I'm sure that there is a trend. There is afraidness and fears in their life, thinking that perhaps this will be the last chance. Thinking that perhaps anything collapsed, I'll be dead thinking this year is not working well, and I'll lose my life. Despite that, what motivated them? What really, you know, driving them to getting into this fire and then probe and save the lives? Right? I believe there is actually a greater ingredient that motivates them, that keep on forcing them, that keep on really strengthening them. There is a something that is actually above those and I believe that's what Daniel had. Daniel had something that is special ingredient that has been also helping them, helping him not to be in fear, even though that he had it. And I believe that ingredient is faith. Think about that. That ingredient is faith. That's what I said. The faith, in, faith requires the courage. And then courage requires faith that is in God. Think about that. You know, Daniel said this. You know what? Gave me those 10 days and testing on me and giving me those vegetables and water. Then challenged me after 10 days to see who looked better, us eating vegetables or them isn't eating all delicacies. I think that Daniel wasn't really counting on those vegetables and food, right, to make him better looking or the healthier? No, I believe he was counting on what? Counting on the God. And he had this very special ingredient that is called a faith that kept pushing him, even though there is a trembles and fear that is inside. If you take a look at the Bible, there is this great theory about the courage. And I believe the theory about the courage is what? Counting on God. Great passages. I want to share with you three passages 
the number one is this. You can read it all together. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Why we need to be strong and courageous? Because we have God. Because we have a faith that is in God. Think about this. Isaiah chapter 12. Let's read it all together. Behold that God is my salvation. I will trust and I will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation. Why we can be strong? Because God is a source of our strength. The last one is from also Isaiah chapter 41. Let's read it all together. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Why we do not fear? Why we do not be dismayed? Because our God, who is going to be strengthening you wherever you go. Think about that. The courage is not that something that you can have it. Courage and fear have to be coexistence. Okay? It's not contradicting each other. If you are courageous, you should not have fear or you should not be afraid. No, that's not true. You can be still courageous while you are in full of fear. You can be still brave and bold and courageous while you are afraid of it. And I believe the faith begins in fear and it ends in courage. Isn't that so true? And I believe that is a faith. We have a faith that is like a little tiny mustard of seed. But faith in God, right? God will take care of our lives. Faith begins in fear and ends in courage. What an amazing statement. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you understand this, how this courage works with the faith. We are we can be in fear. We can be still afraid. But true courage, I believe, is this. If you have a fear, but with faith, that can be courage. When you begin with your fear, but if you have a belief that is in Christ, in God, that is the true meaning of courageous. So what is the result of the Daniel's faith, Daniel's courage? After 10 days, what happened? They won in this beauty pigeon, right? They really did. They had this better looking than others. Think about that. What an amazing, amazing that God has been intervened. That's what happened when you put your faith on the fear that is going to reserve it in courage. Wow, you can have a courage because we have a faith in God. You know, throughout these passages, especially first chapter, there are a lot of this account that God gave, as I said before. God gave Daniel favor and compassion. The last one, God gave Daniel and three friends those favor, learning and skill in all literature and wisdom. And then not only do they look better, they are ten times better in terms of their knowledge after the three years of their lesson and training. That is a courageous life. Brothers and sisters, we're living in this upside world. I'm sure that you all agree. The word that is telling you something, and then this church, the Bible, telling you another. 
A lot of times the people, I believe they're not being really transformed and not be able to apply the lessons into the outside of the world. Because when they are of this church building, right, all those lessons are being on the subject of this argument and being confused by that. When they come, I believe you need faith in God. You can be afraid. You can be fearful. But have faith in God. Because that is going to be resolved and as a courage. You want to live a courageous life following the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ? Make sure that have a right perspective of God. Never let this culture and society define who you are. And then let God define you or um, identify you as who you are. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Our God in heaven, courageous life is not about not even having been afraid or having this fear, but I believe the courageous life that we learn from Daniel is despite all the fears and afraidness, we can still act upon it. Why? Because we have faith that is in God, who is in charge, who is a controller, who is a sovereign of our lives. Lord, as we continue to walk in our Christian life, Help us, will you guide us so that we can live our life as a courageous, the way that Daniel did. And I believe that we can still apply to our lives. The same courage that Daniel had as he was putting his faith in you, Lord. The same very courage that we can have as we are putting our faith in you, Lord. Pray for all. Now, just say in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.